0: Welcome to The Read Along,
1: a mini book club for your ears.
0: I'm your host Scott.
1: I'm your other host, Anita.
0: And join us on a journey through a good book, one, one chapter, chapter at, at a time. time. Do you like talking about movies? Do you like talking about mediocre movies? Do you like talking about how you could have fixed mediocre movies? Well, I certainly do, and you can listen to me, Scotty Bourgeois, along with my co-hosts Greg Beaver and Liam Kreswick, as we give our notes. And I have some notes. You can follow it now on your podcatcher of choice, or support it by visiting patreon.com/slash. I have some notes. It's a long weekend as we record this, which means that we are doing yet another kitchen, quiet, <laughs> tired recording at the end of a day after the kids are in bed. So, again, if our voices are a little lower than normal, a little quieter than normal, that is the reason why.
1: we're trying to let the kids sleep. They've had a
0: big day. <laughs> They've had a big weekend, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, we managed to cram in quite a bit for this long weekend. Uh, and, um, yeah, we're all a little exhausted. Yeah. But, uh, that doesn't mean that we're not going to record an episode.
1: Well, of course. We have a book
0: to read. Exactly. And
1: a podcast to do.
0: Yeah. So. Stuff to talk about. So that's where things are at.
1: Yeah. So this is just going to be one of those, the read-along after dark episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And hopefully we're not both so exhausted from the long weekend that, uh, we're completely incoherent. Because this episode's going out either way. <laughs>
1: Brace yourself. Just
0: saying. <laughs> At any rate, um, I guess we'll we'll kind of dive right into it, because uh, the longer we record, the more likely we are to disturb the children. So uh, <laughs> we'll do a brief recap of our previous chapter, chapter five, in which the queen has a, a constitutional with her corgis and the heads of the investigation into the death of Mr. Brodsky. Yes. And uh, gets told... The current prevailing theory, which is that this was a hit enacted by Vladimir Putin himself.
1: Yes, the Russians did it.
0: And that is pretty much what leads us into Chapter 6 of The Windsor Not by S.J. Bennett.
1: Well, the fun thing about us and our no spoilers rule mm-hmm. is that the chapter is basically what we talked about last episode. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's uh it's fun to accidentally be like in slightly almost, ahead of the game, almost literally on the same page as the book. Yeah, yeah, but that's not where we start this chapter. No, nope. uh, we actually start this chapter once again with Sir Simon. He's continuing to fuss about the real important thing that's going on, which is the state visit from the Obamas. Yes, this murder is very incidental, and uh, unfortunately, the Queen from his perspective, has been a little more down than even before. And he's kind of blaming himself. He's like, you know what? It was a mistake to tell the queen all the details. She's tough, but... Now,
1: now she's glum. Yeah.
0: She's she's a tough old broad, but you know what? My bad. My job is partly to protect her from this kind of stuff, too.
1: Okay. I want us to remember this line. He, he makes this comment about how his job is to serve and protect mm-hmm. the
0: Queen. But when she has a, like a, a meeting with him prior to going to bed that evening, she is like, by the way, can you send up Rosie? And Sir Simon immediately jumps to the conclusion that Rosie's done something wrong. Yeah. He's like, she's new. She's stepped out of bounds. It's she's like, done something wrong. If oh my God, is there anything I can do? Is there something like, do I do I need to come down on the, Is this the last day for Rosie? And the Queen's like, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. It's just a little thing. Just send Rosie up, so I can I can chat with her. And Sir Simon's like, "All right." So Rosie gets sent up, and the Queen is like, "Here's the deal. I want to have tea with some guy who I've met once in passing, but I remember him. He was an expert on post Soviet Russia, and his name was like George or Frank or something. And <laughs> no, he I worked think it at, was Henry
1: or William. Yeah. And
0: he worked at like some university, one or the other. You got to find him. But he's got like scraggly hair, and he's got this big red beard." Do you know who I'm talking about? And Rosie's like, I think maybe. And she's like, cool. I want to have him over for tea. No, scratch that. I want my friend to invite me and him over for tea. And it's going to be private. Yes. (laughs) Private. (laughs) Wink. And Rosie's like... All right. She put she
1: put <laughs> italics on the private conversation.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I'm making the queen out to be a lot more sly than she actually comes across in, in this <laughs> Yeah, exchange. She's also
1: a white dude who sounds exactly like you.
0: Yeah, weird. Yeah. But Rosie is like, okay, I think I'm picking up what you're laying down.
1: <laughs> she's like that knowing nod like, mm, yeah. Eh.
0: And at first when she gets like back to her office, she's like, What's going on? <laughs> why, is,
1: why is the queen doing this?
0: And then she, I, the the penny kind of drops for her. She doesn't say it out loud in the chapter, but I get the impression that she's like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, there's there's uh, a bit about how it clicks and suddenly she, yeah. suddenly she knows what the queen meant. The
0: queen is conducting her own investigation, but she can't be... Doing it officially. Mm
1: -hmm. It can't be obvious. It can't
0: be obvious that she's doing it. That's why she's kind of doing this in secret. All right, I'm on the same page. And she goes to start making the arrangements to have this very private little tea.
1: (laughs) I love it. Yeah. It's surprisingly Miss Marple. A little bit, yeah. It's like Miss Marple with a little bit of Columbus sprinkled in.
0: Again, I'm getting a little bit of Nero Wolf. Because Nero Wolfe, it's a it's a, it's a a detective and his assistant. And the detective doesn't get out much because he's, I, I want to say he's obese. Oh, okay. And while he's very smart, he's not very physical, he's not very active. So he mostly stays home. He has an assistant who goes out and does all the stuff around, the whole, brings him back the information, the and he does all the calculations. Oh. So that's why I'm, I'm getting a little Nero Wolfe, a little Miss Marple, too. It's, it's all a little baked in. I'm not familiar with that property, but I'm now very interested <laughs> in it. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. So we end with the Queen and she's doing her diary for the evening and it's all very boring stuff, but she's got more important thoughts going through her head. And this is where we discover that the Queen has basically identical suspicions to us about the MI5 theory.
1: Yeah. She basically talks through what we talked through through. and logics out like this doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. She's like, I know Vladimir Putin. I've met Vladimir Putin. I've stood in the same room and looked him in the eye.
1: Yeah, they've both been ruling their respective
0: countries countries
1: for a while. while. Like so.
0: Yeah, and she's like, "I've I've got the measure of the man." And while he is absolutely cruel, he's not dumb.
1: Yeah, this isn't his style.
0: Yeah, like he's he. She even at one point kind of describes him as a small man. Like he is absolutely petty, but Mm -hmm. this is this is over the top. This is like going into someone else's house and like reckon up the joint. Yeah. And it's not something one does on the level of statesmanship that they're at.
1: Right? Like you don't you don't go into a prince's palace.
0: That's how she describes yeah, it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um because someone might do it to you.
0: And you don't want that. Right? There's like, just it's the unspoken rules, yeah. right? The the decorum of the ruling caste.
1: Yeah. Like that is a line that that was crossed, but she doesn't think
0: that he would cross That, that. he would
1: cross that line.
0: And She's legitimately also kind of like he planted a spy in Windsor Castle for years and just in case yeah. one of his, a minor political enemy exactly. showed up so that he could make a big show of it and then hide
1: that fact? He had, he had this sleeper agent that he blew entirely on a blogger.
0: Yeah, a blogger and then botched it Yeah, and also tried to hide it. So it's not really a flex. Right? Yeah.
1: Exactly. Like it just doesn't... It's, track
0: it's not adding up exactly but the problem is there is a little bit of doubt there because it is plausible
1: well and this is where we get the explanation of well it's happened before
0: which we didn't touch on last episode because no. that's how the the chapter did end out last episode is humphreys very smugly being like well you know this has happened before and now she's like he is right because well, there was a scandal yeah in which a soviet agent had Infiltrated the British government and once in a position of trust with the royal family.
1: Well, and was part of MI5.
0: Even, yeah. Right? Um, so but, there's
1: that seed of doubt. Also, uh, I would argue that's a little bit different.
0: Yeah. Right? It is a little bit. It was a different time, too. That's true. Because it was post-World War II. It was, like, during the time of the Soviet bloc. This is post-Soviet Russia. This is a different kettle of fish altogether. Mm-hmm. And... The queen doesn't buy it, but she can't be sure.
1: Yeah, she exactly. can't be a
0: hundred percent. She sure.
1: can't. She can't completely dismiss it.
0: Yeah, right? which I think is the reason why she wants to call this guy because she wants to talk to a, a real expert, mm-hmm. not a presumed expert, and get his opinion on the matter.
1: Yeah, she needs more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? She needs more data, untainted information.
0: Yeah. That's a good way to put it.
1: Right? What she got from Humphreys, she doesn't trust. No. And rightfully so, because it is a lot of speculation.
0: It is a lot of speculation.
1: Right? So, yeah. She wants some clean info from an unbiased third party.
0: Yeah, who doesn't ideally know anything about the situation. Exactly. So that she can just get it pure. Yeah.
1: She's doing research. She is doing research. She's
0: detinctiving. Yeah. So there you go. You go, your highness. That's the chapter.
1: Yeah, basically... I appreciate that she turned to Rosie instead of Sir Simon.
0: I don't think she... This is going to sound like I'm saying she doesn't trust Sir Simon. Um, I think she does, implicitly.
1: I think she doesn't trust Sir Simon. uh, This is going to be the wrong phrase for it, but I'll explain. Because he knows too much?
0: Yeah, that's one way to put it.
1: You know what I mean? Like, he'll do his best to, like shelter her from it yeah this meeting would not be set up if she put sir simon in charge
0: of no it. you're you're right um sir simon is is too protective yes to allow her to investigate whereas rosie being new can be kind of like leaned on a little better
1: yeah and and this is a really good way to turn rosie because rosie is new as we've touched mm-hmm. on lots of times this is a good way to turn her into a confidant
0: well yeah and it's rosie even kind of describes it as a test and that's accurate this is the queen testing how reliable and discreet she can be.
1: And competent.
0: And competent, yes.
1: Right? Because Rosie's got to find this guy. Because if
0: Rosie can do this for her, Rosie might be able to help her do something else down the road, right? Right? Yeah.
1: Ah, she is becoming a Watson. Indeed. Love it. I'm... (laughs) This this chapter would be absolutely fascinating to read if we hadn't already discussed absolutely everything that was already in this chapter. Yeah, again, we...
0: Well, because this is part of... What's baked into having a whole week to kind of chew on a chapter? Yeah, right? exactly. Is that you get to think about? Well, no, there's holes in this theory, and it's early in the book, so obviously this can't be the the answer, right? And then, sure enough, the next chapter, the queen also has the same doubts, where it's like, nah, I don't think this adds up. Yeah, but I she, need to be w- sure. Yeah,
1: she, like us, has digested the information and gone. Wait a minute. No, no, no. But yeah, to talk about everything in this chapter is basically just to repeat our last episode. No, well, not entirely. Not entirely, but I, I like to think that means we're we're on the mark. We're figuring out this. We understand this mystery as it's being presented to us.
0: Indeed, we're we're following the trail of breadcrumbs that S. J. Bennett is leading us with. Yeah. Maybe we'll find a whole loaf of bread. <laughs> Who knows?
1: I still really like it. I am enjoying this book a great deal. Yeah, it's it's, it's fun. Good so far. And I like, I, I said this last time too, and it, it still holds true. Every, chap, every chapter, there's something new for me to like about the queen. <laughs> She's a very likable protagonist in this book, and I, I'm here
0: for it. I have a question for you. All
1: right.
0: It's mentioned in the chapter that the, the Soviet spy, the guy who was caught out as being a Soviet spy uh, uh, blunt. years ago.
1: Blunt? Blunt. Yeah.
0: Um, he had helped post-war her uncle Edward retrieve some potentially scandalous letters yeah i'm wondering if those were scandalous letters that were a little too pro the other side of the war
1: oh they might have been they might have been i don't know enough about actual history to comment on that but it's possible
0: yeah because let's just say that not all the royals were super necessarily opposed to the ideology of the fascists there's complexity there, oh yeah, because they were terrified of communism because communism had previously shown itself to be lethal to monarchies. Yes, literally. Yes. Um, so that made them a little more sympathetic to the fascists prior to World War II,
1: which isn't I mean the enemy of my enemy is not my friend.
0: Yeah, that would definitely turn out to be the case. right. But yeah, so I'm I'm curious if those were. Letters that were maybe retrieved and quietly disposed of.
1: I said it wrong. The original saying is, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. It's not true, because the enemy of your enemy is not your friend. Necessarily. Just your enemy's other enemy. Yeah. Right? But I realize in context, I said it wrong.
0: <laughs> At any rate, and that's that's pure speculation on my part. Oh, yeah. Again, we, and we discuss. what we do best. We discussed this in a, in a previous episode, too. There are skeletons in the royal family's closet.
1: Oh, there have to be. A
0: lot. Even... A, a lot of skeletons.
1: There has... There, there absolutely has to be more than even the ones we even know about. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there has to be.
0: Yeah. So, just, uh... The fact that
1: any curious. skeletons have come to light means that there are clearly
0: more in the dark. Yeah. It's just that that line jumped out at me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, what were those letters about, I wonder. Right? Yeah. Mm. Probably not saucy letters. I mean, there was already a scandal involving Edward and his marriage, right? Yeah. So... So yeah, probably if that was already out and these letters were something they wanted to keep secret, I'm just saying, maybe they were letters that were a little <laughs> too friendly to the... The wrong people? The the Hitler side of that war. Just saying. <clears throat>
1: just, oh, it was not good. So anyway, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we're expecting uh, next time a lovely tea date.
0: Indeed. Or some interstitial business in the lead up to that.
1: Mm, yeah, Possibly. Yeah. This, Actually, this book is throwing a lot of delightful things if, at me. So. If I'm
0: not mistaken, and this, and this is not in any way spoilery, I believe that we are done the first part of the book yes. and part two begins next. Yes, so.
1: when I marked out the next chapter, when I got to the end of this one, it's like end of part one. And I was like oh excellent, we're into part two.
0: Indeed. And indeed that is what you'll want to read up on in time for next week is part two The Last Dance, chapter seven.
1: Oh, maybe we go back in time instead.
0: Who's to say? Oh. Or maybe we just learn more about what happened the night before from other perspectives maybe because we've only really heard the queen's recollection of it we don't know what any of our other kind of point of view characters remember from that night before
1: yeah like we've been inside other people's heads for brief periods yeah but the the big recount of the evening was by and large the queen yeah
0: so we'll have to see what more information we can bring out of the text exciting in the meantime, uh, you can, of course, always give us a little rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice. Oh,
1: well, that is always appreciated.
0: Yep. You can also send us a message via social media. Absolutely.
1: We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Goodreads. We are at The Read on most of those, so Indeed. you can find us. Yep.
0: You can also send us an email.
1: Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. We are thereadalong at gmail.com.
0: And with that said, as always... We'll you very much, and we'll see you next time.
1: The Queen is going to have some tea.
0: Thank you for joining us on The Read Along with your hosts Anita and Scott Bourgeois. All read-along music is by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com Cover art is by Aaron Beaver. Be sure to join us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Read Along, and check out our group on Goodreads.com.